Joseph Dobrian, Todd Blodgett, Steve King. The subjects of our Dobrain slash different book club series have so far been indisputably worthy of our thorough criticism and relentless mockery. But now it's time to turn our attention to our arguably least deserving target yet, Tyler Granger's Iowa Trouble. Iowa Trouble can be found on the shelves of many of our state's finest bookstores, such as Beaverdale Books in Des Moines and Dog-Eared Books in Ames. According to WorldCat, you can even find one copy of Iowa Trouble at the Johnston Public Library. You may be asking, who is Tyler Granger? Well, his Amazon author bio reads, As a lifelong Iowan, I have chosen to share my journey in my memoir, Iowa Trouble. My memoir includes stories ranging from football to warped tour to working for the Obama campaign. I have a degree in political science from Northwestern College, and I have worked on a variety of political campaigns and nonprofits across Iowa. Listeners to our podcast may remember Tyler from an angry series of tweets he posted in February of last year, including, Fuck you, at Iowa Left Caucus. You never win an election. You bullies deserve your joyless Bernie misery. I am very sorry for all the mean tweets I sent your way, at Rep. Ashley Hinson. It was wrong. You didn't need it, and it wasn't helpful. I bullied Ashley with my mean tweets. <laughs> or this response to our good friend Natalie's suggestion that Tyler seek help. There's nothing Bernie Bros can do to hurt my feelings. My feelings will be hurt when I decided to delete my account and stop sticking up for the Iowa Democrat women who get harassed on daily basis from the progressive wing. Shortly after this, he did indeed delete his account. What can we expect to learn from reading Iowa Trouble? The book is described briefly online as a memoir of political violence across Iowa, including horror stories from punk subculture to Iowa gangsters to the politics of the Iowa caucus. Having finished the book, I can confirm that this is mostly true with one clarification. The book is not only about Iowa's politics, but as the first paragraph of chapter one tells us, Iowa's ungodly geopolitics. One very important piece of information is also absent from the online description. Iowa Trouble is, as far as we know, the only book to ever feature the words Rock Hard Caucus in print. So join me and Evan now as we begin the different book club review of Iowa Trouble. And here we are. Now we're, now we're in the episode itself. Intro complete. Wow, guys, are you ready to get into some Iowa trouble with us? We're make we're troublemakers now. <laughs> we're the hey, troublemakers. Well, I think we've been that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I, I'm opening the book now, and uh, I've turned the cover, and I see that this was published by uh, Protect Your Conscience Publishing LLC. I don't know if you looked this up, Evan. I, I did briefly. What did you find, though? Uh, I found that Protect Your Conscience Publishing LLC is an Iowa domestic limited liability company filed on June 26th, 2022. And uh, the registered agent on file for this company is Tyler William Granger. Hmm. That name is also on the cover of the book uh, as right. the author. Yeah. Very striking cover. Got a beautiful blue Iowa sky. Uh, some beautiful green Iowa corn, and then some beautiful football turf. Mm -hmm. Don't know where the turf originated from, but 
<laughs> it looks I very nice. The 30-yard line and the 20-yard line there. Yep. Yep. That's uh, right where the, uh, the old touchback would be. Um, it's where you start the journey, so to speak. Um, <laughs> That's where you start getting into Iowa trouble mm-hmm. on the first possession. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> uh, as we continue reading the, the opening pages, the copyright pages and whatever, uh, you know, obviously that stuff's usually very boring when you open a book but there is something that caught my eye before i got into chapter one did you see the dedication there uh i i did see the dedication um there's it's really all it says is dedicated to you hillary clinton <laughs> which i hope she really appreciates that i'm sure she's read through it at least once so she understands how big of an honor it is but um yeah really really cool she needed I, yeah, that. I don't. She needed that. She's had a <laughs> rough couple of years. Uh, she really needed this book to be dedicated to her, to, to really lift her spirits. I wonder if there was any sort of, like, uh, do, do they send out, like, pressers? Like, every book that's published in the country, uh, if your name is mentioned in the dedication yeah. page, <laughs> somebody sends you a little note. Yep. That's right. And then she forwards it to an intern who prepares thank you cards um, for each of the self-published authors who dedicated their books to to Hillary Clinton. Yeah, she forwards it straight to an assistant and it just says, please respond. <laughs> that was my favorite thing from the WikiLeaks email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty standard email protocol. All right, chapter one? Yes, sir. It's called Intro. And it's mostly about Tyler's life uh, pre-high school. So his sort of earliest childhood memories... I'll, this this may be a little different from previous book clubs in that I'm not going to tell you every single thing that's in the book. <laughs> yeah. A lot of it's uh, yeah not particularly interesting to our audience. Or us. Or, yeah, or us personally. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're just going to get into the entertaining bits. Um, but there are a lot of those. So yeah, uh, there's, should be there's fun. There's enough of those. Yeah, that'll definitely take us a while to get through. Uh, I, I already put the Iowa's ungodly geopolitics in the intro, but I know that you liked that a lot. Yeah, yeah. Well, it says my memoir is a remembrance of the victims of Iowa's ungodly geopolitics and deadly drug war. <laughs> That's the kind of Iowa victims. trouble we're talking about. This book is dedicated to everyone who's ever died. Yes, we're the victims of this small state's ungodly geopolitics. <laughs> <laughs> and and deadly d- drug war. I'm sorry, I forgot that part. Uh, yeah, so there's like some shit about like the history of the the town he grew up in, which I or Crystal Lake, right? Uh, Crystal Lake. Yep. From uh Friday the Thirteenth. It's a granddaddy song. I know it's a really good granddaddy song. Um, I don't Tyler's think father was uh, Jason Voorhees. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Also, I like in the first uh, paragraph, the end of it, uh, some of the names and places have been edited to protect people's identities, and the rest is Ope! Exclamation point, capitalized Ope. Um, I yeah, I don't know what he means by that. It's Iowa, baby. That's, that's <laughs> what he means. That's all it is to it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe acknowledging that he's not a very good writer. So yeah, anything maybe. else that Whoops. makes you scratch your head, it's just that, don't Whoops. worry about it, it's just Ope. I see um yeah pretty boring <laughs> i do have an example of of the ope though yeah so th- this is um his father trying to avoid the draft he didn't want to go to vietnam 
uh, and he was a farmer, so he tried to get a farmer's deferment, but that didn't work out, and so he applied instead for what he calls a consciousness objector deferment. He tried to register as a consciousness objector. <laughs> it says that twice. Yes. Uh, there's yeah quite a few typos in this book, I will say. Uh, some pretty funny ones, really. Yeah, I'll try to make sure we mention all the good ones. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Protect Your Conscience Publishing hires like an editor, um, but it seems like maybe that's something that they neglected. Um, but I understand because they, you know, are trying to turn a profit on right. on Iowa Trouble. So, I mean, the last book I talked about on this was published by Oliver North, and even he seemingly can't afford an editor. So. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'm glad you mentioned uh, the name of the LLC again, the publisher, uh, Protect Your Conscience. Yeah, because you got it right there. Right. Conscience <laughs> versus consciousness objector. <laughs> uh, but right after that is the first like real thing in the book I want to make sure we talk about. This is on page nine. He's talking about a friend of his when he was growing up. One of the most congenial friends I ever met at WCLT. I already forgot what that means. It's like small town schools that combine together into like multiple townships have one school. Mm -hmm. So I don't remember what WCLT is, but the CL is Crystal Lake. Uh, anyway, the friend is someone who he labels Jude. Again, it's a fake name to protect these innocent people. Jude was small but athletic, and he had awful haircuts from his dad. Jude confidently told me that his dad had recently attended a KKK cross burning, and he didn't know who else to go to. Jude and I were shocked, and I told him he was a nice guy, which meant he had to tell his dad never to go back. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of really strange allyship going on in this book, I guess that's how I'll put it. Um, this story also comes recently after in the first uh, section about him talking about he had a doctor from india that he was right yeah. really fond of and then also that he uh had never met a black person until he saw jackie joiner kersey speak um which is you know as a you know, small town iowan probably not like incredibly shocking yeah but yeah he he just like throws this stuff in just kind of like completely off the cuff and it's kind of it's just a little strange <laughs> Uh, the WCLT is Woden, Crystal Lake, and Tatanka. Mm. So this is like North Iowa stuff. The, the KKK story continues. Uh, Jude's father was a volunteer coach for all his son's sports, and he was the type of assistant coach he really looked up to. Again, this is a guy who was at a KKK cross burning. Jude's dad also worked a demanding job, and he drank with bikers who invited him to a cross burning south of my home. Jude's dad would participate in the cross burning, but he was so revolted, he told Jude he never went back. Yeah, so telling a guy's son that the KKK is bad and that he should tell his bad his dad that, it actually worked and his <laughs> he actually he really like should be one of the people like de-radicalizing Nazis like on the front line. I think this is really the kind of work that like all he has to do is talk to their kids. And then yeah, they're not going to be for it. They're not going to be Nazis anymore. So like, I don't know. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. I wonder why he chose the name Jude when talking about the kid whose dad almost <laughs> was in the KKK, but it was too <laughs> gross. <laughs> Jude, huh? 
Interesting yeah. choice. <laughs> yeah, just really strange. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what's going on. Yeah. I mean, these are we have to understand all of this is from his perspective. And then he talks about a lot of different people that he knew when he was younger. Um, and I would be interested to speak to some of them to see their <laughs> recollection, recollection of yeah. some of I these mean, events. Unfortunately, unfortunately, he either gives them fake names or they have just like inscrutable nicknames. Yeah. Like uh, that, that story... I think took place when he was in elementary school, by the Mm -hmm. way. So like a, you know, eight, nine year old kid convincing an adult not to join the KKK. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, he, he brings up after that, a couple of his friends, there's one named PH who was into ska music and uh, another kid named pony boy who I think, yeah, he was like a criminal. He did a lot of crime, teen crimes. Yeah, and honestly, the description of him is so vague, and it's really funny. He, like, names him... First, he calls him Pony Boy, and then he's like, Pony Boy and I really enjoyed all of S.E. Hinton's books, especially <laughs> The Outsiders. Like, <laughs> I I think that book was, like, assigned to, like, most people in high school at some point, or, or even oh, yeah, earlier. I that in seventh grade. Yeah, so, yeah. like, Pony Boy <laughs> is kind of, like, an iconic <laughs> name of a character. Anyway, uh, his second favorite book was The Anarchist Cookbook. Um, I'm Damn. gotta say I'm a little bit skeptical about the existence of Pony Boy. Uh, he does come up in later uh, later chapters and has some stories associated with him that are also pretty outlandish. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it he could be like a composite type character, but uh, he basically just says, "Oh, he's a bad kid. We really like the Outsiders and the Anarchist Cookbook, and we did crimes together, but." Like, not very specific. Well, I guess it's a little bit more specific later there on. There is a but... list, right? Well, there he says that Ponyboy taught him how to pickpocket, deal from the bottom of the deck, and hotwire old trucks. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Still skeptical <laughs> here. <laughs> <laughs> and there was one other story in Chapter 1 that I wanted to make sure we got to. Uh, this was about bullying. My bully came up behind me wanting to fight me for some reason. And he threw some punches, and I went down pretty fast. That's when I decided to stop losing fights. That's a great decision. Yes, it is. And I decided to fight like Ice Cube in the movie Friday. (laughs) That day, my fight style became similar to the ending of the movie Friday, where you let the bigger guy beat you up, and when the fight is over, and your bully has turned your, your back to you, you get up and throw a brick at the back of his head. I didn't have a brick, but I did have my trumpet case, and when my bully turned his back to me, I got up and bashed him over the head with my trumpet case. And the school knew about the fight, didn't do anything, and he's never lost a fist fight since that day. Wow, strange. <laughs> Just very strange. <laughs> yeah, so that that's again when he's like around 10 years old, I think. Yeah, yeah. he said this is like 5th or 6th grade, so yeah, sometime around there. I don't know about that never losing a fight thing. Because this book goes into detail uh, a lot of his adult concert violence that he started a lot of the time. (laughs) (laughs) There is a a shocking amount of violence in the book uh, so far. So at least what I've read, I've only read half of it so far. So, but Mm. um, yeah, it's, I guess it's living up to the name. I would trouble. There is, there is violence. I mean, he did. Um, talk about that a little bit in the intro so mm-hmm. 